0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So we are at the end of uh, six months, and we're going to start another half year. Don't forget our principle is to live one day at a time. Count it a privilege when you get the new day and rejoice in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's worship our King. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you. We give you praise, we give you thanks right now. You are faithful. You're the good God, the loving Heavenly Father. We worship you. We trust you tonight for your mercy, your goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba Father. Glory to your holy name. Worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Blessed be the name of the living God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Worship You, worship You, worship You, worship You. Glory, 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 glory. Thank You, Abba Father. Thank You, Abba Father. Thank You, Abba Father. Worship Your Holy Name. Worship Your Holy Name. Worship Your Holy Name. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. Oh, the blood of Jesus. It washes white as snow. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus. There is healing in the blood of Jesus, and it washes white as snow. There is victory in the blood of Jesus. There is victory in the blood of Jesus. There is victory in the blood of jesus and it washes white as snow hallelujah for the blood we bless you we praise you we worship you hallelujah blessed be your holy name Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Blessed be the name of the living God. We worship you. Oh, hallelujah. Worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord Abarabakandarabariandarabakasatariande. Hallelujah Glory, 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 glory. Hamashabarabalmanakratalabariande. Blessed be your holy name Ambrashala Brabakal Baratakariande. We give you thanks, we give you praise. Oh hallelujah, oh, faithful God, Rapasta Brada Worship you Lord, worship you Lord, worship you Lord. braba We bless you. We praise you, we worship you. Thank you, Abba Father, thank you, Abba Father, thank you, Abba Father. Oh, faithful God, you'll do what you said. We trust you, Lord. We trust you, great King. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. Hallelujah, my Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. Glory to your holy name. We look to you, Lord. We look away from the natural realm. We consider you. We trust you. We open our hearts to receive from you, Lord. We call every need met, every oak destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Precious, precious Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today we have uh, Sister Shoba helping us with a little bit of translation and i believe that you are blessed and god is going to help us through amen so um, i want us to go to the book of psalms and the 23rd chapter very familiar um, psalm there and uh, it starts off by saying the lord is my shepherd i shall not want And it's important to realize that the Lord has not changed His status. You know, He's still the shepherd. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Let's hear verse 1 in Canada, please. Amen. So notice there He says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. That means I shall not lack. As long as the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack in any area at all. And uh, if you remember in 1 Peter 2, talking in verse 24, who by his whose own self bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Familiar scripture for most of us. It continues in 25 by saying, for you were a sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. Amen. So he's saying there that because of his care for his sheep, he took our place, bore our sin, bore our sickness, bore our curse. And today we need to receive all those benefits. Amen. So let's read uh, verse 25 also in Kannada.
1: Amen.
0: So we have returned. We are not astray, gone here and there. We have returned to the shepherd and bishop of our souls or overseer of our souls. And, um, you know, this is a quotation from Isaiah 53 where it says that we had all gone astray and he, he laid upon him the iniquity of us all. And so part of our, our failing and our f- fault was that we had been led astray. We had all gone our own way. But now we have returned to the shepherd and overseer or bishop of our soul. So there is someone who cares for us now. And He watches over our souls, and He has paid the price to make sure that He can make sure we are provided for completely in every area, you know. And the Lord is our shepherd, and we shall not lack. Hallelujah. We must realize that that belongs to us, and it is not just um, something that's a familiar verse of Scripture that everybody quotes you know, but it's a truth and it's a reality. And I just believe that we should ponder about that a little further today. And there's a prayer in Hebrews um, chapter 13. I'm sure you are familiar with it in the prayer pockets. Uh, and it says there from verse 20 onwards, Hebrews 13. He says, Now the God of peace that brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant make you perfect 21 continues in every good work to do his will working in you that which is well pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever Amen Hallelujah so this is an interesting prayer again uh, telling us that Before his face, before God's face, there's a certain aspect of our life that he's still perfecting, still working on. Hallelujah. And uh, so I believe that part of the oversight of the Lord is also continuing today. And apart from him being called just high priest or advocate or intercessor, there's also this whole ministry of being our great shepherd that is continuing on. Amen. And so you're not alone. You don't have to be afraid that you've just been abandoned here on the earth. And there's nobody who understands and nobody who uh, is watching over you. Nobody cares about you. All those thoughts can just be melted away by the light of these kind of uh, precious prayers and scriptures. Amen. Shall we hear verse 20 and 21 also in Canada? Hebrews 13. Praise God, sister. (Sessly)
1: Sasbata wada wadam beri kena nu niscaya pedisudak kagi tan narakta warno suri sipondo sabeyamba hindu ge maha palakka nagiruwa namakarta nada Yesu <Sessly> warno saktawaroleginda bara madi saschanti daya kana da dewuru sakala beka ada Yesu Pristana nama
0: Amen. So there are interesting thoughts around all of this. You can see he's called the Great Shepherd of the Sheep here. So we have a person who has gone ahead of us and he's been a lamb one time and then became sheep and then eventually shepherd and Great Shepherd of the Sheep. He said, You know, the Good Shepherd gives His life for the sheep. And um, He's the Good Shepherd. And He gave His life for us. And He gave His blood for us. Through that blood, the new covenant began. And uh, I'm so grateful that that blood was in the mind of God before time began. So we were on and in the mind of God, you know, in His thoughts before time began. The Bible says that you know, that blood was shed for us before the foundation of the earth. Hallelujah. Um, I like to read that also from Hebrews 13, and um, I'm sorry, Revelation 13, and verse 8, it says, And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship Him, whose names are not written in the book of life, of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Hallelujah. So that's where... We realize he was the Lamb also, the Lamb slain before the foundation of the world. Another of those scriptures that tell us that he was once the Lamb, the Lamb of God that's taken away the sin of the world. Hallelujah. Shall we hear this also in Kannada, please? Revelation 13:8. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you notice here, God has, you know, um, planned all this long, long time ago and set it all in motion and uh, today you are found on the earth for this time, for this season to be this particular age Uh, and it's not by mistake. And so the great shepherd, the good shepherd, who was once a lamb, who shed his blood, and through the plan of God brought you in here at this time, has thought about you and has good plans for you, plans to give you a future and a hope to bring you to the expected end. And he has not changed. He is still the good shepherd. He's the one who has given his life for us. Hallelujah. I like to read also another verse in Galatians one, fifteen. it says, But when it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal a, his son in me that I might preach him among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Here Paul is talking about himself, but these kind of verses can also apply to every person who is a believer, that he was separated Not just from his mother's womb, but also separated onto God's work from that time. Hallelujah. And so God has considered you, God has put his hand on you and set you apart for himself long time ago. And your names were already in his book and his thoughts were concerning you constantly, only for good. And you can see this oversight that he's talking about here. Is this amazing? And so it it boggles the mind. Our natural understanding tries to sift through and figure it out. But thank God you have the scriptures and so you know it's God's word and it's the final authority. Amen. Let's hear um Galatians one fifteen also in Kannada. <inaudible>
1: Amen.
0: So you notice there that he said all that was by the grace of God. Definitely, if you were not born, you had no time to perform anything, uh, do anything. Uh, the grace was already given to you to be all that you are created to be. Hallelujah. And so what we are doing today is understanding that ability, that power, that wisdom, that grace that God has given to us already. And that the fact that we are already His. And then tapping into it and acting it out. That is our whole purpose on the earth right now. And uh, He knew who would call on Him, who would accept Him. And thank God you did. Hallelujah. And till the last minute, he is still waiting for those who already uh, have been called, because of the final call on their lives. They will accept. They will definitely call upon him. Um, notice also verse nine in Canada, please, of Second Timothy, one verse nine. He says, "Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works." but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Wow. Hallelujah. That's, that's a long, long time ago. God has had you in his mind and his thoughts from a long, long time ago. So <laughs> I want to thank God that he has been pondering about us and he's been thinking on how to bring us into whatever he paid for from a long time ago before we even were born and while we were in our mother's womb, all of these things is amazing. Shall we hear verse nine also in Canada please?
1: Second
0: yeah, second Timothy one verse nine. So it's really amazing to see these things. Thank you, sister. <laughs>
1: Balavano, Shame Yes, yeah, so
0: yeah,
1: go on. please. Athan, 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 Athan,
0: Athan, the plan of God, the grace, all of these things have already been given to us before time began. That's pretty amazing. Just to wrap our minds around that is amazing. And so, He's a good God and He waits for each person to come to terms with it and realize it and begin to, uh, let's say, plumb it, you know, dig, dig into it to receive the benefits of how He has planned for us before time began. Notice that all this that He has done is the same for every single person. There is no preferential treatment in it. All of His sheep that are in His care have already been given all these benefits, and it has been given to them before they were even born, and it was already placed there you know, to be received by them before time began. And therefore, um, you know, as you open up your heart and you yield yourself to the teaching, the preaching of the Word of God, uh, and you give yourself to meditation on the things of God, notice that you begin to access and receive these benefits. So our business here today is to help each one of us to meditate and wrap our minds around these things And tap into these things. Tap into these benefits. So that we can take full advantage of his care. Which is amazing. Which is beyond even parental care. As you can notice. (laughs) Beyond time and uh, reason even. It's it's beyond our natural reasoning. That someone should care for us uh, like this. Hallelujah. That great shepherd of the sheep. He's worthy of praise. You know. So. Thank God we have the ability, while we're still breathing and our heart is still beating, we can still dig in, uh, plumb the depths of His love and care for us, and appropriate it and take it for ourselves before we go home and see Him face to face. He's as real as the spirit realm is, and the spirit realm is more real than the natural realm. It's the powerful realm, the seed from which everything you see has come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to read that verse again. It says, Who has saved us and called us with an holy calling, not according to our works, but, notice, according to his own purpose, praise God, and grace which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So, Um, The more we begin to look and consider the word of God, the more you see the purpose of God in in it and you understand what you were created for. That little book that you have in your hand carries the purpose of God for every single one on this planet. (laughs) It's amazing. There's so many books out there, but this is that love which passes knowledge. That passes all other knowledge. This is bigger than any other knowledge out there. What is the point of living and dying without accessing this great love of God? This deep care and concern. Oh, hallelujah. We're so grateful that we have time. As long as the clock is still ticking, our hearts are still beating, we can still study, we can still ponder, meditate, you know, before we go home and see Him face to face. Praise God. That is, I believe, uh, everyone's target, especially in this day and hour, when we know we are in the last days. We want to know as much as we can about this great love of God, this precious Holy One that gave His life for us to bring us back to His care. So there is a purpose for each one of us, and there is grace for that purpose, and it's been given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. So the grace to live today, to enjoy the more abundant life today, to be led by the Spirit, to be led by God, to be led by the Good Shepherd, is all available for us today, right now. We can be led, because we have returned to that Great Shepherd and overseer of our souls, meaning that we always belong to Him. See, we always belong to Him, but thank God we have returned. Hallelujah. And uh, through Adam's fault and failure, we were led astray. And uh, of course, thank God that we heard the voice of the Good Shepherd. He said, My sheep hear my voice. They will not follow the voice of a stranger. Praise God. And so today I'm so glad to just share these kind of things in our study. Praise God. Hallelujah. So over there in John chapter 10 i like to read verse 10. The thief cometh not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy (laughs) that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Notice that. (laughs) I am the good shepherd, verse 11 says. The good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. (laughs) Glory to God. He's a good God. Amen. So you know, here you could say this is
1: Kalano, Kadukalo the Ku, Koyu the Ko Halu Maru the Ko Barutane, Koratu, Matyau the Ku Baru Dilla, Nana Doro, Awugalege Jivavu, Ira Bekantalu, Adu Samruddi Yaga Bekantalu Bandeno.
0: Amen. So you notice here he says, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly to the full till it overflows. The Amplified Version says, to the full, till it overflows. I am the Good Shepherd. You know, sometimes there are people who say they are believers, but maybe due to lack of information and also um, the fact that whatever we see in the New Testament and try to perceive in the New Testament actually came basically from the Old Testament. And in the Old Testament, there's, uh, there's nothing good in um, there about man, really. See, man has all of his failures. He's not born again. He's not a child of God. And so there's very little uh, true revelation of the spirit man there. And so people are affected initially by such thinking. And then when we come into the New Covenant, because we are not familiar with the realities of the born-again person, We may not leave these kind of thoughts. But this should be the center and the balance wheel, so to speak, of your biblical thoughts and ideas. The shepherd, who is the good shepherd, who is the Lord Jesus, has come to give you life, life more abundantly, to the full, till it overflows. Here he compares the thief with our enemy, Satan. He says he comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy So whatever that's going on out there in the form of destruction and uh, death is not from Jesus. You know, people write funny things and uh, forward them along uh, the media. And, you know, there's this prayer that I saw the other day. I think it's made a few rounds and it's, oh God, you have closed uh, the stadiums. You have closed the theaters. You have stopped this. You have stopped that. And oh God, let everybody pray this prayer. You know, like that it goes. As though God is the one who has done all of these things. He doesn't steal. He doesn't kill. He doesn't destroy. He doesn't do any of these things. Why are we just forcing people to pray such silly prayers? You know, get this and hold fast to it. This is not the operation of God. This is not how it is. You see, He came to give us life. Life more abundantly to the full till it overflows. And he has not changed his mind just because of a certain season on the earth. God has not changed. God cannot change. He cannot lie and he cannot change. He is the good shepherd. He is the great shepherd. He was a lamb once that came to offer his life as a sacrifice, took away our sin, took away the curse, took away everything that was against us, nailing it to the cross. And qualifying us to receive the benefits of his life, more abundant life, overflowing life. Hallelujah. So please don't be moved by, you know, silliness out there. No matter how um, pious it sounds, it doesn't matter. It's not in the word. If it's not in line with the new covenant, if it's not in line with the care of this good shepherd, this great shepherd, you don't have to accept it you don't have to pray it and there's no curse for not praying such prayers and so on and so forth you know it's ridiculous what goes on out there but you are living in this world you're not of this world hallelujah you don't have to accept these things although they do bomb bombard your head with such ideas amen he's the good shepherd and he gave his life for his sheep praise the lord and i'm glad he did aren't you Verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Praise God. So let's hear verse 14 in Kannada also. Amen. As the Father has known me, even so know I the Father. I lay down my life for the sheep. And then verse 16 says, Other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Notice that. Praise God. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and they shall be one fold and one shepherd. Notice there that he was looking at you and I and saying in the midst of that Jewish community there, he said there are other sheep there. There's another group that are going to hear the voice of my father, hear my voice, and they're going to identify and call upon me and will become one one sheepfold. Amen. So praise God. That is why we have this particular age here given to us, so that those who are not from the Jewish uh, group would be given a chance to call on his name, hear his name, wonderful Jesus, thought about us all that time, and so whatever age we are in right now is for that reason, because of his heart and his concern for everybody else out there. You see, he's not just the God of the Jews, but he's the God of this whole world. The God who owns the heaven and earth doesn't dwell in temples made by hands. He cannot be limited. His love is, is like that. it is unlimited. He loves the whole universe, and he owns everything out there. And so... In order to get man back to his own plan, he had to give his own life, had to lay down his life. And praise God, at the meeting of those two ages, of the Jewish age and the church age, he came and divided history into two and brought us home. Hallelujah. And so today you are in the care of that great and good shepherd. It is our turn now. It's our time, but our time is running out. This is the age of the church also coming to an end. And that is why all of these things are happening, because the timing has to be met in God's schedule, in God's plan. This God has all planned all these things a long time ago. And so, whether we like it or not, He's still waiting for those who will call upon His name, who will fulfill their commitment to be His sheep. Praise God. And that's why we're here. Verse 17 says, Therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man taketh it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down. I have power to take it again. This is the commandment I have received of my father. Praise God. So notice here that he has the power to lay down his life and to take it again. And even that he received from his father, so you see the Godhead in submission to the plan to go and get us back, bring us all home, and he has not changed his mind, so I would like us to consider you know briefly that this love has not changed, this heart of God has not changed, and no matter what it looks like today, no matter what the media is saying, no matter what people are saying. God is still God, and He's on the throne. Let's hear also um, John 10 and 17, also in Canada,
1: please.
0: Amen. Praise God. So you can see here that even though He's the Son, the first begotten from the dead, and the one who was... God Himself, He he had to prove certain things. He said, I laid down my life because I had to prove it to my Father. So you may have to do some things, not because you are trying to perform and win something, but because you are created for such a purpose. And you will not be satisfied unless those purposes are done, those are accomplished. And just like Jesus submitted to the will of the Father, laid down His life, and took it up again, you know, the pr- the plan and purpose of God will have such things also for you and I. And it's because we can do them. Praise God. How many of you know that you can do what God says you can do? He's working in you, both to will and do His good pleasure. Amen. So it's nice to be able to pray that prayer over there in uh, Hebrews 13. Verse 20 and 21 21 where it says, The God of peace, you know, that brought up our Lord Jesus from the dead, shall also quicken. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you. I worship you for the quickening that's taking place. Hallelujah. For you are that great shepherd of the sheep. You are the one that is quickening. The mortal body of your people, quickening their thoughts, quickening their ideas to do what they were created for. Hallelujah! That Great Shepherd of the Sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do your will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God for quickening. Praise God for quickening. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Worship you, Father. Worship you, Father. Worship you, Father. Worship you, Father. Father. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah. So, there's no need to be afraid There's a quickening that will take place. Let's read Philippians two thirteen. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Notice there God is at work in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Wow. So you're born again, you're a child of God, you have this great shepherd, you can hear his voice, and then he's working in you both to will and do his good pleasure. It's like there's so many resources, so much is available to us, we can do that purpose for which we were created. Amen. There is the power working in us both to will and to do his good pleasure. Amen. Let's hear um, Philippians two thirteen also in Canada, please. Amen. So I'm glad that there's so much available. Sometimes it looks like, ah, how am I going to deal with all of this? But there is more than enough available for us. We have the same power, the same life. That quickened Jesus, working in us, but working both to will and do his good pleasure, working in us let's go to the book of Matthew the fourteenth chapter and observe um, a principle there which I believe is a blessing. Jesus has um, just been teaching and verse twenty three says, and when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray and when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. So Jesus had sent the disciples away, and he stayed to pray. Meanwhile, the Bible says they were rowing. They were supposed to go across to the other side, but the winds were contrary Hallelujah. So here you have a situation where they're obeying God, they're doing what, you know, they're supposed to, and everything looks contrary. And, you know, we have done whatever we know to handle the church as much as possible, but everything seems to be contrary, you know. Things are just constantly going against us. And you wonder sometimes, is it God's will? Are you there in the middle of God's will? And maybe they went through this kind of thing, and maybe they felt like that during this season uh, out there. But notice he had given them the command to go to the other side, and he was praying. And the Bible says, verse 25, And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. So if he has told us to do something, and we are acting on that word, and we're going ahead and doing it, even though everything looks contrary and you can't make sense out of it, head or tail out of it, it doesn't matter. Praise God. He's going to come and meet you. He's going to come towards you. He's going to come in your direction because he gave you that instruction. Praise God. Verse 26 says, And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. Now imagine that this is the same God, that we just read all these verses about, who knew them before time began, separated them from their mother's womb, wrote things about them already beforehand, planned for them beforehand, and now they're wondering. They're scared, they're worried, they're going nowhere, you know, as though God has no clue what's going on in their life. They've been left there just to be destroyed, you know, just natural thinking. It happens to anybody. And here came Jesus towards them, walking on the water, walking on the sea. Verse 27, But straight away Jesus spoke unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. So today, if you read a verse like that, Be not afraid, it is I, be of good cheer, you know, it means much more than just that. It means, I've been thinking about you, you're my sheep, I separated you, I called you, I chose you in your mother's womb and way before all that. And I have plans for you and I'm working in you both to will and do my good pleasure and the grace and the goodness and the mercy for you to fulfill the plan of God has been already given to you before time began. It is I. Don't be afraid. Be of good cheer. You know, it takes a whole new dimension now. Praise God. You can see how The church age and the new covenant age that we are enjoying is quite different. Jesus doesn't have to literally come there walking into your situation for you to now believe. See, because we have much more revelation because of where we are today in time and in the goodness of God. Hallelujah. But as we read this, We can see, okay, things like that did happen, and they can happen. And therefore, all I have to remember is that he's saying, Fear not. It is me. I'm still here. I haven't changed. I'm the one who sent you to the earth for such a time as this. You are the one that I call for this time. You are the people that I chose for this land, for this nation, right now. Don't be afraid. Everything looks like it's gone. Kakudza, you know, haywire. You don't know, you don't understand anything, but listen, be of good cheer. It's me. I'm still here. I've not changed. Praise God. Hallelujah. But notice there in verse 28, Peter answered. Well, it's nice to know about Peter's way of doing things. And I believe it's a good thing to do, to step out and do stuff and be impulsive sometimes and uh, bold and step out there and just do it. Because there's just too many people who are not doing anything. So Peter said, he said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. He said, if it's really you, why don't you just call me? And uh, I know that it should be all right. And he said, come. <laughs> and he said, come. You know, so there is a time in your life where you just have to heed that come that That word, that present word to you, where you just have to do what you have to do. You just have to. And so Peter sees the opportunity. When Peter was come down out of the ship, he had a word from the Lord. Notice that. And that's why he's now walking. And the Bible says he walked on water to go to Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. I believe the second man to walk on water was Peter doing amazing stuff, just like him. Come. So you can see why Peter was um, the person he was. You could see why he would do stuff, and people respected him for that, because he had the pluck to say, okay, if you just say the word, I'm going to act on it. And that's how he was. And thank God that that's that's. Uh, very powerful. And we should emulate it. We should copy that. We should be those kind of people too. Not just hearers but doers of the word. Someone who steps out on that word. Amen. Verse 30 continues with a B-U-T. It says, But when he saw the wind boisterous, notice that, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried saying, Lord, save me. Hallelujah. As long as he was looking at Jesus and considering what Jesus had said, everything was great. But when he looked away and considered what was happening around him, he began to sink. I believe that that's the way it is today, the same situation. The Bible says we live by faith, not by sight. Let's hear um, a couple of verses in Kannada, please. Thank you, sister. Let's read uh, verse 24. And then maybe verse twenty nine also in Canada.
1: Ashtarali Doniyu Bumige Bokudura Hogito Matu Edu eduru Bisu T Bisu Tirudarinda Terega Labadita Kesiki Tito Amen. twenty nine
0: please.
1: Aga Petra no Yesu in a Balege Hobu de Doni in the Ulidu Nirinamele Naredano.
0: Amen. Praise God. So he's walking on water. And then when he saw the wind boisterous, when he looked away from Jesus, definitely in order to see the circumstances, to see the surroundings, he had to look away from Jesus. Today, you could say is looking away from what God has said, or his word, or his life that's on the inside of you, the promises that you've been believing. If you start to look away from them, then you could sink, you know. So you may hear of a believer who is in trouble, and there is there is the day of trouble, and there is a day that's known as the evil day. But you can always get your eyes back on Jesus. Hallelujah! You can always say, Lord, I'm sorry. I looked away. I considered the circumstances. Um, you know, things happened, and I felt that you didn't care anymore. But I'm just going to go looking back at you and what you have promised and your power is available the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want I shall not lack for anything hallelujah so um, you know you may have to tighten up a little bit now and then just make sure that you're not allowing all the information to fall in front of you and pay attention to it don't don't accept it don't receive it When he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried, saying, Lord, save me. Notice that what he saw made him afraid. So fear can come to you because of things that are happening around and people and situations are not looking good. But it hasn't changed what God said, it hasn't changed the Good Shepherd, it hasn't changed your new birth, it hasn't changed who you are either. Praise God. Let's hear verse 13 in Kannada,
1: please. Hallelujah.
0: So he cried out, Lord, save me. And the Bible says in 31, Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand. Immediately, Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Praise God. So notice here that, you know, um, Jesus called it little faith. And this man is walking on water. So you could be doing great stuff, But if you turn your eyes away, it could be called little faith. So you may be doing stuff. Things are working. Things are happening. And uh, you have uh, reaped benefits and you've seen good stuff. But if you look away from the Word and look away from what Jesus has said concerning you, you could open up your life to fear and you could start to sink. Praise God. And of course, if you cry out, this poor man cried, the Lord heard him and delivered him out of all. Out of all. He still does the same. He will not look away from you. He's going to stretch forth and deliver you from that situation. Praise God. He has not changed. Yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same. But I want us to notice here that it is possible for information to just bombard you. And keep your uh, thoughts on on the bad report. And, you know, lose the care that God has for us. Praise God. But, of course, if you say, Lord, I'm sorry, you know, forgive, and and you stretch forth your hand in faith to Him, praise God, you're coming out again. You know, God is a faithful God. He cannot change. Praise God. I felt we should go in this direction today. Um, I don't know why, but, you know, I was just stepping out there because I felt God wanted to say something and it came out of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I shall not lack. I shall not lack for healing. I shall not lack for finances. I shall not lack for any good thing. No good thing. No good thing will he withhold. No, 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 no. Not not one good thing. He has planned for you long, long time ago. And he has planned for good things to be your portion, for you to live the good life that he prepared before time for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. So keep your eyes on the word, keep your eyes on him. Focus on these truths that are real on the inside, and don't be moved by things on the outside. It doesn't matter what anybody's saying, it doesn't matter what the statistics are showing, what the medical reports are saying, it doesn't matter. Those are waves, those are winds, and Peter could sink. So we are not going to go that way. It was written for us. Hallelujah. Let's hear um, verse 30
1: and 31 also in Canada, please, sister. Father, I am you
0: Praise God. So we're not going to go down that way. Our faith is real. Our nature is real. We are believers. We are not doubters. Hallelujah. God is working in us both to will and to do His good pleasure. And so we're coming out on the other side. Don't you worry about that. That's not your problem. Hallelujah. I'm going to also look at um, the book of Luke And observe there. The Bible says there in Luke chapter 8. Verse 18, it says, Take heed therefore how you hear, for whosoever hath to him shall be given, and whosoever hath not from him shall be taken, even that which he seemeth to have. So observe there that we have to be able to uh, listen and continue to listen. Continue hearkening. Make sure that other things do not enter in. And choke what you are pondering on in God's word. Hallelujah. I'd like to read verse 15. But that on the good ground are they which in an honest and a good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth with patience. Praise God. So you can see here, That he's talking about how you handle the seed of God's word. How you hear. And make sure you're not allowing other things to come in and choke. Glory to God. Verse 14. I'm reading backwards. You notice. That which fell among the thorns. Are they which when they have heard. Go forth and are choked with the cares. Notice. And the riches and pleasures of this life. And bring no fruit to perfection. So there are things that you know, try to choke and hinder the Word of God that are in this life, that are in this world right now. And they come to all of us. And they've been around from before. And it tries to make sure that nothing comes out to perfection. And that word, perfection, is interesting because um, it's just a one-time mention. You will not see it again. It means that the supply should be complete, it should not be hindered, it should flow, and therefore it brings things to perfection. So our business is to kind of nurture that plant or that seed to come forth into full manifestation. Praise God. And so it's, it, we have to be careful that we don't allow other information, uh, circumstances, and the challenges of the media and stuff come in and cause fear. We may have to open our mouths and say, I resist that, I refuse that, I'm not accepting that, in the name of Jesus. You see, the spirit of fear is actually a being, it's a spirit. And he uses all of these circumstances and uh, challenges that are coming your way to cause you to doubt God's ability. And you have to open your mouth in the name of Jesus, just like Brother Anup was sharing the other day. Use the name of Jesus and refuse and resist doubt and resist fear. Speak to those things in the name of Jesus. We have been given all authority in heaven and earth in Jesus' name. Use the name and resist doubt, resist the fear. Even if you don't say it very loud, sometimes you can, as long as it's coming out of your lips... That spirit can hear. Hallelujah. Let's hear uh, verse 14 and 15 also in Canada, please. We are now in um, Luke 8. Luke 8.
1: Keli the mele bara barutta yee jiva mana delli aaghuwa chinte ayisvarya bogagalinda adagisal patta palavanno mugi suu dilla. Ivarre mullu gida galle vija vidda nela vaagiruoru.
0: Praise God. So these are the ways that these things happen. And we have to be careful that we don't give ear to all of these things. They are out there. They are trying to steal your full fruit, your full manifestation And you may be wondering, why am I on the earth in this kind of time? Just when I started believing God, that's when all these things are happening. Oh, man. No, you don't have to worry about that. You can still say, I refuse to doubt. I refuse to fear. I don't care what is going on out there. God's word cannot fail. God's word cannot change. God's word is settled forever. I'm establishing it on the earth right now. I'm believing God. Hallelujah. These little words that you are speaking out there are called, you know, the words of your confession. That's what they are. You're saying the same thing again and again. And a bold confession is what we need now. That's what God calls faith. You know, you need to be able to say some things and not give voice to the problem. Don't give voice to the enemy's uh, performance. Hallelujah. And you may seem odd on that WhatsApp group, that you don't agree with these things, or you're silent about such things. It doesn't matter. So what? But in the end, they're going to be watching and noticing that you're still going forward, you're not being hindered, you're still receiving, you're an odd fellow, but you're also a blessed fellow. Hallelujah! It doesn't matter. And eventually, because, you know, those of us on WhatsApp groups like that, it's because you are familiar with them, and they know you, it's by by preaching you may not get much done, but as they watch your life they will notice there's something changing, there's something different. There's something glorious about you. Amen. Let's hear verse
1: eighteen also in Kannada, please. Uh, Luke eight, eighteen. <laughs>
0: I want you to notice how that works. He says, even what you seem to have could be taken away. That's not so fine, isn't it? So be careful what you are hearing, and especially in this context, how you are hearing. You know, uh, the attention given to the word and the things of God must be more uh, pronounced. It must be better than the time you're giving to some news article You know, the way you're listening to that. Amen? So I believe there's a a level of virtuousness or excellence required when you're listening to the things of God. Amen? You may have to maybe just put your phone on an airplane or something like that because you need to focus properly. Because for you, it's a matter of life and death. You're not just playing around like everybody else. It's not, oh, wonderful, lockdown is a great time. We can just play all day. It's not like that for you. You are here on the purpose of God. You're on His schedule, and you're going to receive what He paid for. Amen? And so you're very serious about it, and you want to receive. You're still operating. They may be off, and you know, they may be considering retirement and all that, but you are not. Hallelujah? Because God is not yet through with you. Till it's over, it's not over. Glory to God. Till the day you see Him face to face, it's not yet over. We still have the purpose of God to accomplish. So we're going to be careful how we hear, the mode with which we handle these things, so that we come out to full, perfect fruit with patience. Not caring about the world or the things of this life that are pulling against everybody. Amen? I go through all kinds of things, just like you, because these things have been there till this uh, church age is over, these things will be here. So, whatever they had in that time, it will still come to you, the cares, the worries, the fears, will try to attack us. But we can refuse to doubt, we can refuse to worry, we can pay attention to God's word in the midst of it all. You know, you're not telling a lie. If you say, man, it was tough, and wow, I messed up. But, thank God, He's faithful. He has not changed. He forgives. He forgets. And I'm going forward. Hallelujah. Praise God. We can always do that because He's working in us both to will and to do His good pleasure. Even if we fail, He's still working in us both to will and to do His good pleasure. It doesn't matter. We can always get up and get going. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I would recommend that we pray the Hebrews 13 prayer, every now and then, and consider this great high priest. Let's go to some verses like that. Go with me to Hebrews, the seventh chapter. Let's consider there, verse 23, he says, And they truly were many priests, because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continues ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Think about that for a minute. It seems that if the priest, in this case, the high priest, who he had only one job to do, basically every year come out for that single thing, he would be there. The other times normal priests would do their work, but this high priest came out once a year and offered uh, an atonement for all of the people. And if he was okay, then everything was okay. If he was messed up, Then everything was messed up. So if he died, that was that. (laughs) But today we have a high priest who lives forever. He's okay. He's all right. He's not going to drop dead in the presence there. He lives in the Holy of Holies. Imagine somebody who's so right that the only place that he can live is the Holy of Holies. These priests had to be so careful to go into the Holy of Holies. They, They may die if they had any mess up in their lives. But this one lives in the very Holy of Holies. He's gone into the presence of God for us. And he's there in the presence of God today for us. Hallelujah. So our high priest, our great high priest, this great shepherd of ours, he's perfect. He's okay. He's perfectly fit for the job. And so you don't have to worry. If he's okay, then we are okay. Amen. Praise God. But this man, because he continued ever, has an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. Wow, hallelujah. Notice there that he died, he rose again, he sat at the right hand of God, and then he continues to live for us, It's interesting how how much this person loves us, how much this person cares for us. You know, he went to the lowest depths of hell, rose to the highest heaven, and sat down, meaning it's over. The job is actually done. But then, he's not uh, settled. He's not satisfied until the purposes for which we were created are actually brought to pass. And so he's praying so that there's a fulfillment in our lives that we will know, I finally did all I was supposed to do. We are free, completely free, to do what He created us for. This is amazing. This kind of care, this kind of love, is amazing. Shall we hear um, verse 24 and 25 in Kannada also, please? <laughs>
1: Atana, Yajakatpavu, होगुं Tana Mulaka, Devara Belige, Yawagalu, Amen. So you know, if you, if you read on, it
0: says, For such an high priest became us who is holy harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, made higher than the heavens, who needed not daily as those high priests to offer up sacrifice first for his own sins and for the people's. This did once when he offered himself up. For the law maketh men high priests which have infirmity, but the word of the oath which was since the law maketh the son who is consecrated forevermore you can see all of that trouble to which he's going to explain the frail uh, fallible nature of natural priests he's trying to compare and let us know how much god cared for us that he made sure this priest was different that would be perfect for us he was always thinking about us For you to fulfill the plan and purpose for which you were created, there has to be a high priest like this and none else will do. And therefore, man, what what a time, what a time, what a time to live. My God, I I am touched by such care that someone would care for us and institute a whole different priesthood completely for us so that we would receive all these benefits. My God. We are precious to Him. We are really precious. That's why these letters that come from, you know, the Spirit of God talk about how, you know, precious we are. Beloved, dearly beloved. You know, we're We're so used to saying uh, dear so-and-so and in the middle of the letter just call them names and treat them like trash. But we start with dear and we end with affectionately. <laughs> but He means it when He says, I love you. He's explaining what love means, that I will go to hell for you. I will rise up on the third day for you. I will sit at the right hand in the holiest place where nobody can go. I will go there because I'm perfect for that, because I I obeyed my Father. I did everything correctly so I can go sit there so that I can pray for you, so that you can be perfected. You can be accomplished in whatever I created you for. Wow. Glory to God. You know. And as you think about these kind of things, it's, it's quite sublime. The work inside you is what we're talking about. The law tried to change people from outside. That's why those high priests were whatever they were. But you see, it had to be done inside. God gave us a new nature. And the meditations are around that nature and the superiority of that priesthood and the person that you are dealing with All this begins to affect you and affects the man on the outside. So you're cared for. I mean, you have an assurance that I'm cared for. Somebody's praying for me right now that I will finish what I was created for before I came into my mother's womb, before they even thought about having a baby. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting to be able to read such things and ponder about these things. The 8th chapter of Hebrews begins with such a thought. He says, Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. He said everything that he has spoken up till this chapter, this is the summary of it. He says, We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. Glory to God. A minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle. Notice the word true, which the Lord pitched and not man. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. God himself had to go and fashion it, make a whole new setup that would be excellent for him. And the item that he was concerned about, the person, was you. Glory to God. All of this, you know, over in the ninth chapter of Hebrews, you will notice that the pattern of the things in heaven also had to be washed by the blood. Meaning that Adam's sin affected heaven also. They had quite a great relationship, Adam and God. So in in, uh, the Gospels, One of them, you know, is in the genealogy of Jesus, Adam is called son of God. But not in this sense that we are talking about. Praise God. I mean, our uh, relationship with God is far higher. Because we are right now on the throne with Jesus, sharing that place of the same life of God. (laughs) My, my, my. And we are now on the earth and subject to, in quote, all this stuff, media and whatever, and it knocks us down and makes us feel that we're just ordinary people. I'm telling you, you look like everybody else. That made Jesus come down to the earth and become just like us because God loves the earth, God loves the world, you know, and so he became like us, and that qualified him. And uh, praise God. Whether we are this color or that color, we are precious to God. But on the other hand, there's a part of us that transcends all of this. All of this external phenotype or physical, you know, character. Remember those biology days, right? All these things outside, all your genetic tree and all of that stuff. It passes all that and goes into heaven and affects heaven. Where somebody is on duty for you, praying for you. Non-stop. 24 bar 7. It's, it's really amazing. This great shepherd. This great shepherd of the sheep. Praying for you. Perfecting that which concerns you. Working in you. Both to will and do his good pleasure. What is right in his sight. Through the blood of this new covenant. It's the blood of the new covenant. That made all of this possible. Hallelujah. So we have this great high priest. You and I have a great high priest, thank God, who is at the right hand of God praying for us. And I'm glad that we have such a great high priest and I'm excited about it. Let's go again to 1 Peter, the fifth chapter. Notice verse 1, it says. The elders which are among you I exhort, who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Praise God. Peter saw it all, didn't he? He saw the sufferings of Christ. Hallelujah. Verse 2 says Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint. But willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, amen, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock, and when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that faded not away. let's hear um, these verses in Canada also, first Peter five, verse one to five.
1: <inaudible> ெவ்து பத்திர் தான்ன நான் கிழ்கைத்த என்றுelyn அகிவேன்おいும் applying ச அப்பாரptions皿 ஏக் தெருக் கைை ನಿಮ್ಮನ್ನು parse Ст வாத்தி behind detach electorகிற்றுகிற்றின்னுcoat கொலроде மிpanze populாகின் pansுகிறானும் resolveажи தின்Similtis томуентов τιςெத்து கோபிட்டி ஓ வ 카 ச laysシルク மடி பேசானே பார்த்த Amen.
0: Praise God. So there you notice we are going to feed the flock. We are going to be able to do that in the grace of God, in the ability of God, because this good shepherd is coming, this great shepherd is coming, and there could be times when... You know, you are affected in the natural realm. You know, your senses are saying things, your feelings, emotions are saying all of that. But we need to consider this great shepherd is the one that we are working for. This great shepherd is the one who centers on this mission. And he said, they are my sheep, they are my flock. Feed them, watch over them, take care. Hallelujah. And it doesn't matter, you know, how long you have to do it or how less time you have. Let's live one day at a time. Today is our day. Let's do our part. And that's why we are going to this length to go online and try to come out there and sound as good as possible and have a translation. And all of these things are because there is the great shepherd that we have to obey. And he's the one who sent us to this earth for this time for this period, and He's not unaware of it. He's touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He knows exactly what we're going through. He feels it, and He cares for us with divine love, divine care that will blow your imagination. And He loves His flock. He loves His sheep, and He's feeding them. I believe He's still feeding His flock today. I believe He's still providing for them right now. So don't be moved by those things on the outside. It does not matter what is happening out there is happening to all. There's no test, temptation, trial that has begotten you but such as, or befallen you, but such as is common to all. God knows how much you can bear. He makes a way to escape. God knows where you are like, Help! Peter Peter crying out there again, Help! I'm sinking! And he'll stretch forth his hand and bring you out again and, and keep you on that solid rock. And suddenly the boat was, you know, calm and everything was back to normal. Praise God. So I know we're living in strange times, but the care of this great shepherd, this good shepherd is still there for us. And the, the lengths to which he has gone in his wisdom and in his understanding is, is just amazing. The more you understand how much he cares, how much he has gone uh, to prove to the Father that he loves us, it's just tremendous praise god i I believe that we should keep our thoughts on all of this so peter i believe had the advantage of seeing the sufferings of christ maybe we we were not there truly but i believe the spirit of god has painted on the inside of us a picture of those sufferings you know and so you have seen him stripped beaten tortured given a heavy cross to carry walking down that path, staggering, and then being bloodied by the whips. You have seen all of that in, in the understanding, in the eyes of your understanding, in your the flooding of light on the inside by the scripture and by the spirit, while in prayer you have pondered about these things. And you know, he was stripped and laid bare like that, and made to walk through that City and hung on some hill somewhere just because he said I'm going to do it I love you guys I love my father I want to do what he said man can you imagine how hard it must have been and then he goes to hell after all that and waits there it's not shorter for him he has to be there for three days and three nights he has to suffer and he has to bear all of that till heaven said it's done and then he's brought out into that body and then he he's on his way to heaven and they want to hold him. They said, no, I need to ascend to the Father. I need to go and finish my job first. I really want to hold you guys. I really want to enjoy your fellowship but I got to finish this. <laughs> to the last minute, he was paka. He was on the detail. Went up with his own blood, not bulls, not goats. Offered it to the Father. Wow. Satisfied heavenly justice. Sat at the right hand of majesty on high. Praise God. And today prays for us. And watches over us. And perfects that which concerns us. Wonderful. We don't need anybody else. When you think about it. You know many times Paul was abandoned. Many times. Although he had a team working with him. Many times he was kind of stuck. It was just the nature of the call that he had. Not everybody could endure that. But we are a little bit easier. You know, it's, it's kind of cool for us. But that man went through the works. And even though they would have liked to be with him, they could not go through what he went through. Stoned, shipwrecked, you know, in perils, often in jails, and constantly just being harassed. And so... I believe from the deep knowing that Paul had, he could continue and finish his course. He knew Jesus was there for him. Hallelujah. Go with me to Galatians chapter 2. And notice there the 20th verse. He says, I'm crucified with Christ. And nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me this man had gotten to a point where he said it's Christ that's living in me where his life and Christ's life seemed to have just merged together and he was so sure looking inside he said for me to live is Christ It's, it's Christ living inside me Hallelujah. So, I'm glad that we are living in this time after the new covenant has been actually established and, and there's a high priest for us. And I'm glad also that we're living at the very end of the age because, praise God, from here it's heaven. <laughs> and, but we have this little problem. We have to deal with whatever is on the earth right now and live and navigate through it all but I'm sure that as you think on these things, hallelujah, it will be different. We have to just steam on, because God is faithful, and it doesn't matter at all. Let's go on and see if we can touch on one more scripture, back in Psalm 23. I think we did not read this in Canada. Yeah, Let's go over that. Scripture again in Canada, please. Galatians two twenty, sister.
1: Christian nandige shilu bege aaki se kondava nagi dene innu jivisuvenu na nalla Christianu nenne li jivisu tane yiga sherirya delli ruva na deva kumarana meelana nambike yelliye.
0: Amen. Praise God. So the life of God and the life that you have, they are the same. Christ lives in you, by the life of God on the inside of you. And that becomes so real to you. And if Paul could enjoy the benefits, and through all of that he said, I finished my course, I'm ready to go. Wow, I'm sure you can too. Praise God. Back in the 23rd Psalm, you are familiar with the fact the 24th Psalm is about going back to heaven, the 22nd is about the cross, and the 23rd is for life down here. So it's in the 23rd that we are finding ourselves right now. Jesus went and experienced Psalm 22 for us. And today, we can enjoy Psalm 23. He was stripped, (coughs) tortured, treated so badly, so that the devil could be stripped and brought to nothing. Thank God Jesus was thinking about us in all of these things. Thank you brother. Notice after uh, verse 1 verse 2. He says he makes me to lie down in green pastures. <laughs> he leads me beside the still waters. Have you ever thought about that? The first thing he does. Is to make you lie down in green pastures. And lead you beside stilled waters. To feed you personally take care of you in green pastures all this restores your soul verse 3 says he restores my soul and then he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake see unless your soul is fixed and settled you may not be able to hear the voice of the good shepherd so clearly because we came from all kinds of backgrounds our souls have endured all kinds of things and we sometimes uh, don't hear too clearly. We misinterpret the good shepherd. Amen. Like when the Lord told me to come to Bangalore, I could not believe that. I thought, Bangalore? No, that's the garden city. I'm sure you want me in some kind of village. I really thought you know, it was wrong to just go to the nice air-conditioned garden city of Bangalore. So I kind of struggled with it. And then I remember one time I had to go and share a message or something like that in one of a, a church in Hebal somewhere years ago before I was married. And one guy in the congregation afterwards, I think he was a missionary, he came up to me and started to cause some trouble. And he said, You guys, you all want to stay in comfortable places. You never want to leave your comfort zone. You should be preaching in a village. Blah, blah, blah. And then I told him, I want to preach in a village, but God told me to come and preach in Bangalore. See, so because our souls have to be comforted and made to rest and to enjoy God in order to hear that he's good. You know, you may be thinking he's a mean God. He'd like you to be in a village. Meantime, he's thinking about putting you in a city. So if you are in the city today, I know it's not as gardeny as it used to be, but if you are here, it's because He wants you to be here. And if you are in the village, praise God, He will give you the grace for that. You know, there are some places that if I go, nobody will listen to me. I mean, I cannot talk the language. I don't know how to communicate with them. But there are others who can actually effectively communicate with them. And praise God, they are there. And they are able to do that. But here I am, you know, having to have a translator. I told the Lord, why should I go back to that country? They won't understand what I'm saying. They will not receive me. But He sent me here. And guess what? He took care of me here. He actually put me in green pastures and by stilled waters. And He has led me till this moment. And He has not changed. He's still taking care and leading us. Amen. Praise God. Let's hear verse 2 and 3 also in Kannada, please
1: hallelujah so don't worry just obey him if you feel he's called
0: you to the city be in the city if you feel that he's called you to the village be in the village don't be scared he'll take care of you wherever you are because in his mind, he'll always give you green pastures to re- rest in. And he will take care of you, feed you with stilled waters, stilled waters of the word. He will meet your needs. He will make sure you can hear. And then he will guide you. So don't be afraid. He'll take care of you. People would think that it's hard to maintain someone in the city. But God is doing it. He's taking care in the city. He's, he's keeping his word in the city. In these times, God is still faithful, because this thing was before we were born. This thing is before we were in the the womb. This thing happened long, long time ago, before the foundation of the earth was laid. We were already in His care. That's what makes Him the great shepherd. It's, It's long, 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 long time ago, and He's praying for you. He's praying for us right now. Verse 4, says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So there is fear out there, but we don't have to fear any evil. His word, his staff, his shepherd's voice is going to see us through. Don't you worry about it. Praise God. He prepares a table for us in the midst of every enemy. (laughs) Glory to God. I don't care what the enemy is. In the midst of those enemies, He has already prepared a table for you. (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Surely, or only, goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. And you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Your cup is a running over cup. There is more than enough. Let's stick with God's word. There is more than enough. Do you know, it's not the messenger, but the message that is important. It's the message that qualifies us. If the message that I'm speaking is true, ha ha ha, we'll see. But if I speak any other gospel, I should be accursed. That's what the Bible says in Galatians 1, isn't it? So this is the good news. This is the gospel. And I'm not going to speak any other thing. I don't care what's happening outside. I don't care what it looks like outside. I'm going to stick with the word. The message has to be correct. And then God will work. God has already said that whatever his word has said will come to pass. He's watching over his word. He will perform it. But if I... Or an angel from heaven, speak any other message, any other so-called gospel, let him be accursed. What was that message? What was that gospel? If you read in Galatians, he said that we should be delivered. Chapter 1 says it. In verse 4, we should be delivered from this present evil age according to the will of God, according to our Father. This is the will of our God. This is the will of the Lord Jesus for us to be delivered from this present evil age. And he goes on to say, Amen. That is it. It has to be like that. That's the message. So in the midst of it all, hold on to this message. Hold on to the truth. The message is still the same. God cares for us. God loves us. He's
1: our great shepherd. Hallelujah. Let's hear verse four. I mean, verse five and six in Canada, please. Thank you, sister.
0: Amen. Praise God So, Today, I'm believing with you, as you are standing there, as you are watching, as you are listening, that our God will supply all your needs according to His riches, not your pocket, according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Your cup will run over, more than enough for every good work. I don't care how it happens, it's going to happen. Don't worry about how it's going to happen, about the cares of this life and so on. That's not your problem. Let's meditate. Let's ponder on these things. God is faithful. He's watching over His Word. He's praying for you right now. He's going to make sure these things come to pass. He's perfecting that which concerns you. He's more interested in that than you are. It is personal with Him. You are His people. You are His sheep called by His name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Your mercy, Lord. Thank you for healing that kidney stone situation there. Someone who has suffered pain in the kidney stone healed free in Jesus' name. Free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Sister uh, Shoba. Sorry for all the interruptions. Thank you so much. Glory to God. Amen. If you'd like to give, uh, we can receive the offering. It's a good opportunity. I believe that you're giving to good ground by way of uh, media or any other way. Praise God. God is faithful. Amen. The great high priest is watching over his word and these are coming before him. Precious Jesus. I use this also as a point of contact for um, tithes and any other gifts by means of the media and the online provision. Lord, we thank you. Here mortal men receive, but there he that lives forever receives. Into your nail-pierced hands we put these offerings, these tithes, And we thank you that the curse is over. The lies are over. The increase and the overflow comes from your throne. The earth yields. The earth is already given to us. Abraham's blessing is already ours. We receive. We receive. doesn't matter what age we live in, Lord. I thank you that your word is working right now. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. You are blessed.